Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Tech Facts with Josh Linen and as always, Mr. Seth Cruz. We discuss the things in the news that are actually impacting your life, whether you know it or not. Listen to by people all around the world who want to know current tech events in 30 minutes or less without having to learn to speak geek. And now, here's Josh. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Guess what? We have a very special bonus episode for you guys today. Welcome to a bonus edition of the Weekly Tech Facts Podcast. My name is Josh, joined as always here with me, Mr. Seth Cruz. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, man, I'm doing good. It's a little bit different recording in the afternoon, don't you think? A little bit different. I'm liking it. You know, I'm liking it too, and we might have to make this the new norm. Yep. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye out. That means that uh, you guys are going to get episodes earlier in the week instead of uh, so late in the week. So we're going right. to streamline our process a little bit here and uh, make things more efficient, That's right. uh, to say the least. Uh, we're going to cover today, guys, no quick news rundown or anything like that. But with the Apple event being almost all but confirmed uh, within the next two weeks, uh, we thought that we would go over do a full rundown of what you guys can expect to see in iOS 15. So so basically when your phone, when your phone updates here next month or here yep. in the next 30 days hopefully. Yep. It's going to just magically introduce a whole bunch of new features. Yep. to that 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 suddenly you're going to have to figure out how to I guess use, right? Yep. And that's what we're here for. So that's what we put content out on Instagram for is to show you those how to's and, you know, we'll continue to add those, uh, you know, as as needed and do it more in the future for sure. Uh, also kind of go over what has all pretty much been confirmed so far as far as what you can expect from the new iPhone 13, which is the iPhone 13 packaged uh, packages have uh shown up online that actually have said that it is going to be the iPhone 13. So that phobia out there that, uh, that is the, right the number name. 13 yeah. is it. The phobia is not existent with Apple at least. So there you go. So the, uh, the, the iOS 15 rundown. Yes. First we're going to start at the top of what uh, I think Apple started off with like when they uh, covered the WWDC back in June, and that was FaceTime. They have announced that you can now create links, uh, a FaceTime link that you can send out to any Android device. Um, Me being on the beta system, I haven't tested it out successfully yet. I did test it out, I believe, on the second beta um, when I tried to send a link to, to my brother, but Apple had not activated that feature sure. yet, um, at least for the public beta is concerned, and I haven't tried it since. So it's really interesting that you mentioned that you've had maybe some challenges in testing that because either it's not been turned on or you need somebody with an Android device. Um, the The interesting thing from an Uber driver perspective is that I have charge cables in my car for all types of devices, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody asks for them. The only one they ask for 
is an iPhone. The other interesting thing is I'll, I've asked when people are like, hey, do you have a charger? I'm like, sure. Do you have a, a I, what, what kind of phone? iPhone, right. Samsung, whatever, right? And they'll go iPhone. I go, okay, is it 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, right? Like, right. which one do you have? Because I have different chargers. For all on, of them, right? right? Well, I mean, it's, it's Lightning or the MagSafe. Right. So what I'm really trying to find out, and I just started saying, well, do you have a 12 or do you have something right. before a 12? Keep it simple. And they go, oh, well, I've got like an 8. Right. There are a lot of people out there that do not have a 12. Okay. Which means when they go to 13, there's going to be a lot of people that are eligible for an upgrade. But it also means if you're on an 8 or newer, you would qualify for the features we're talking about here. Yep. So a lot of interesting things there. Yep. And I can tell you, uh, they are, as of right now, they are on the 8th beta release uh, for developers and also for uh, public beta testers. And they have been releasing them on a weekly basis. So we're going to get this episode out to you guys on Monday. We're recording on Sunday, which means that Tuesday will be the next beta release. But I can tell you guys now from my personal experience on iPadOS beta and iOS beta is that it is stable. It's a very, where they have it right now is very stable. It's just that it's not going to uh, be released. The official release is not going to contain all the bells and whistles that Apple promised us. Because as we have stated on previous episodes, that they, when Apple does not do it first, but they do it right and they're, so, they're willing to hold things back if they're not perfect. Exactly. But but I think you know the interesting thing about the FaceTime link is it's never worked with anything other than another iPhone. My parents are traveling in well right now they're traveling in Canada. Mm. And my comment to them was okay, data and text is free, but voice is 25 cents a minute, right? Right. Roaming charges. I said so just use FaceTime. FaceTime audio, FaceTime video. You can do whatever type of FaceTime yep. call you want, and it's free. Yep. And it works even on 3G. Yep, because so. it's the Apple ecosystem. <laughs> and they both have, yeah, they both have iPhones. They can call me. I have an iPhone. But one of my kids has a has an has an Android device, mm-hmm. and they will be a, they they would never like when they went to China or they went wherever, right? Like different places, right. it would have been impossible to call him. Yep. It, it's not now. Exactly. So that's really, yep. really cool. We need to get him on the podcast and see yep. why he still has a stinking Android phone <laughs> one of these days and well, find out what his beef is with Apple. Yeah. Unless he, you already know the answer. I don't know that I know the answer. He's just always uh, played to a different beat. So that's fine. Yep. To each their own, and yep. he's, he's grown living but, his life. But I thought the other interesting thing um, was the audio portion. Yep. Lots of improvements there. Right. Spatial audio, voice isolation, wide spectrum audio, and, and then portrait mode, which is, you know, just turn your phone sideways. But the, but the audio portion of that, they gave a, a demo of that. And Josh, you know, on our, our little, uh, um, the, the, the AirPods, right? The AirPod Pros, yeah. And, and you, you click the little thing and then it turns on uh, the noise canceling so yep. you don't hear the fan running in the background. Yep. Well, this actually works like that, but the other way for the microphone. So now 
in their example in the video, they had somebody with a leaf blower right behind the lady while she was trying to have a conversation on her on her phone oh, or whatever. Right. And she presses a button, and it completely eliminated the leaf blower. I mean, you hear a little bit, a little but, bit, yeah, but not really. And she was like, "Is this better?" And then the person goes, "Oh yeah, much better." I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Noise canceling, but in reverse, like right for yep. for the microphone. Yep. It's gonna be a game changer for people having conversations, and they're like, "There's too much background noise. Call me back later." That's gone. Yep. So I think that's fantastic. Yep. And that, you know, I've tested that thoroughly, and it is exactly how you're describing it. It's it's it is game changing, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. You know, especially when you know I work the late shift uh from five to six sure you know and then my uh daughters my second oldest daughter is always coming over sure uh probably three or four times a week bringing you know my youngest uh grandbaby and you know some days the everybody's excited you know to see each other sure and if i get a phone call i'm on my phone i forward all my calls to my phone and I just use my AirPod Pros, yeah. and I can actually hear because my hearing already sucks as it is. Sure. So uh, thankful for not only the noise cancellation yeah. uh, part of it, but also the transparency part of it, right. where it actually turns or enhances my hearing, yes. having them in if I have it turned on so I can actually hear better. Well, let's let, it's a segue for later, but we'll get back to it. They're adding a feature to the AirPod Pros that's going to help people with mild hearing loss. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so so really cool that that they're adding that, but the one de- the one bummer and you talked a little bit about that they don't release things unless they're ready. Man, they had this I I went back and rewatched the 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 event. The, 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 the event and they talked for probably 10 minutes about all the features that are coming with SharePlay. Right. And the whole idea that you could watch a movie with a friend, you could share, you know, this, that. Anyway, all of it, it's not happening. Yep. Right. So they've, they've pulled SharePlay out for now. For now. And, and that's going to be really an an interesting message for them to, to, to couch to everybody is like, look, we know we talked about this. It's really awesome. And honestly, it's a little unusual for them. They might not say anything about it. They might just say what's coming yep. and, and omit any, details. Sh- any detail of SharePlay. Yep. Or when. Because they tend not to want to talk about things that they overpromised and underdelivered. Yep. But I, I'm actually glad that they're not going to deliver something because we all lived through Apple Maps when it first came out. Yes. <laughs> so if they want to take an extra six months on that, please, please do. do. Yep. Um, my wife and I were actually just talking about uh, that this morning where she was saying how she wanted to, uh, she wishes that, you know, there's a way that she could watch a movie with right. Rylan, which is our four-year-old okay. grandbaby. And, you know, she lives, you know, in Bellevue. Uh, they can watch Baby Shark together. She's more into, um, she's, I don't even know what show she's into now. She just got started on some new stuff. Like her mom has gotten her away from watching babies on YouTube all, yeah, the, all day okay, long. Okay. So we're trying to get her into, you know, some other stuff, other growner stuff, yeah. you know, and, uh, we're talking about share play and being able to, cause I just bought her an iPhone seven okay. from a friend of ours, $40 well spent, give it to the four year old. She can watch yep. Netflix or whatever, but 
that that's where the shared play comes in handy yeah. is to where once you know we get that activated they can watch the same movie just use it you know on the apple, apple tv i was grocery yes. shopping today and i saw i mean kid had to have been like five six seven years old wearing a brand new apple watch Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna say there there's like there, i'm sure that the, the parents are like the, did the cellular and and they're they don't want to give him a phone yep. but they want to be able to track him yep right? and that's what and that's what that kind of that, comes down that's to at what that age, that, you know absolutely it's it's waterproof it's yep. it's like all the you know medical and all that stuff but um yeah <laughs> i was like wow i mean it be they could have just saved themselves a few hundred dollars and got an air tag <laughs> you know what uh speaking of that okay so my mother-in-law is in the nursing home. She's got dementia, and um, sometimes she'll get up to go cook dinner in her apartment that doesn't have a kitchen, mm. and then she'll fall. And so then the nursing home staff has to assess her, and if she needs to go to the hospital, go to the yep. hospital. And my wife's been really frustrated because she's like, where's mom? Oh, she's at the hospital. Um, and then the hospital doesn't necessarily keep her as right when, away. when they, when they send her back. Oh. Right. And then, and then there's a communication lag between, let's say the nursing home thinks the, that the hospital communicated to my wife. And so they don't call right away and notify her. Right. And there actually was just over the weekend where she actually had fallen, gone to the hospital, come back, then... There was another issue, and they sent her back to the hospital again. And the hospital goes, "Oh, she's fine," and sent her back. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a lot. We didn't know any of this till after it was all over. Wow, right? That's like okay. at boom, boom, boom. We knew the first time, but not that she came back. Then that she went. Then that she came back. And so we did. I bought an air tag. I'm bringing this full circle here. Yep. I bought an air tag, and a watch band for the air air tag good idea um that's uh velcro velcro uh we're thinking about maybe we should put it she has an ankle monitor because she'll want you know she she decided she was gonna blow this popsicle stand sure and, and leave the nursing home so she's a yep. flight risk now so they, yeah. they put a ankle monitor on her to you know wow. i'll make the the door the door alarm go off right? right but i'm thinking maybe we need to put this other thing on her too whether it's on her leg or her arm, but some kind of way that when when my wife wants to know where her mom is, mm-hmm. that we don't have to call anybody yep. and ask. Yep, it's a beautiful thing, technology, when it's actually so, working. Air tag, there you go. I'm going to have another Apple device. Another Apple device to add it to the 60 you already have. <laughs> yeah, it was a 68 when I went You went back and counted? Yeah, no, well, there's a thing on my on my, um, on my. Wi-Fi hub. Oh, really? That tells me how many devices are connected. Oh my goodness! So and I thought I was bad having twenty-something devices connected yeah. at one point. You, you know, it it's is. not like that high anymore. We're we're, we're we're both kind of nerds, so we're gonna have a lot of geeky stuff. I just went yep. way overboard. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, no, um, I, I think you know the, the seeing somebody with the with the watch, uh, and and like you said, could save some money and use the AirTag. I'm really excited to be able to talk about the AirTag in an upcoming episode and give you my experience because I think a lot of people like me were waiting maybe to have a reason 
Yep. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on something that I can't, that I have no real use for just so I can right. see what it's like. No, it's like, I ha- I need to have a valid use right. case for this. Sure. You know, am I going to put it, am I traveling and I want to put it in a suitcase? Yeah. That would be a great use case. Right. Yep. But other than that, like, I mean, it, it, they're, they're 30 bucks, Yep. but you can buy one. I thought you had to buy three of them. Nope. You can buy, you a, can single. buy a single one. So that's awesome. And I bought it through the Apple Store on Amazon, and uh, bought that with the with the wristband, and nice. so it'll be coming on the fifteenth. Nice. So, yeah, definitely and, keep an eye out for that. Sorry, sure. got us way off track from <laughs> FaceTime. Okay, so it's back to okay. what's coming in iOS is after FaceTime was updates to messages yeah. to the messages app. It's uh, really, in my opinion, becoming a powerhouse app. It really is. I it, it's like you got apps inside of apps at this point, right. and the messages is one big of them. You can already download uh, things like Game Pigeon, which is like this mini app that goes inside of that gets installed inside of messages where you can play all these dozens of games with whoever you're messaging in. Yeah, quite fun. Do it with my wife every once in a while. I'm gonna have to start back that up, but uh, they are adding uh, image collages and stacking image stacking. Uh, what do you think of that? Because have you used that much? I no. Mean, to more, don't, don't other people have to have it to iOS 15 as well before you could really test that? Yeah, and I'm not one for I don't. It's consider it. I think uh, if I understand it right, it's kind of like the uh, like photo stacking and widget stacking yeah. on your iOS like your home screen to where you can have more than one essential like slide or image so you can swipe through it right and so if i send you like a whole bunch of uh pictures of say my vehicle or whatever the house or some something like that's not a meme i'm guessing i'm I'm getting at it's not it's not like a joke about star trek it's an actual like pictures of things then if i sent a whole I, i could i would have an option to send like a whole stack of images to you yeah, it would be consolidated. I think it's going to work as like it consolidates it. Nice. Instead of yeah. showing all these all images these underneath images, each other. Boom, 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 boom. Right. And like, you have to swipe up on your phone and, and scroll up on your messages. So what you're saying is like my parents come back from their trip to Canada. My mom's got, I don't know, 20 pictures she wants to mm. share with me. She's going to send them all. Yep. Right? Yep. Or at the end of uh, a day, they'll send me a stack of, of pictures yep. of photos. And uh, that would put them all together. Is yep. kind of the way that's it, supposed to work. Yep. That's if, pretty cool. If I'm right about it, yep. yeah. So, yeah. which the, is good. The other thing that I think is really interesting about this new feature in in messages is the alerts, right? That it's going to actually notify you um, within like your news, uh, within the notifications. You can tie some of that alerting to the focus feature. So that is to say, you know, like to to only only put things through that match the focus I'm on. Yep. I know I'm jumping ahead uh, a little bit here, but the the notifications is another complete like redesign. Yep. Um, more control. More it, control. It gives the user more now, control. From a beta perspective, Josh, are you able to actually specify um, different notifications for different people? Oh, yes. Okay. Because when I'm driving... I would really like it if my wife's notifications came up. Yep. And, and a lot of times, like, I'll be driving, and then she'll get the so-and-so's driving and can't talk to you right now. Yep. 
or I've got the silent thing on. Yep. And unless I happen to go look at my messages, I don't know that she told me to stop at the store and get some milk. Yep. Right. Yep. So, and that's what that's for, you know, is like focus modes. If you're at work yeah. or if you're driving, as you were saying, you only want notifications. Like I'm, I'm like you where, you know, I, I'm do I'm the one that does all the running around right. to, you know, to go grab stuff, you know, at, uh, after I get off work, if we need it for dinner or whatever. But there, ha- there's a lot of times where my wife texts me and to that, she needs to you know a couple more items or whatever. And if I have do not disturb turned on while driving, yep. that's a focus mode. Right. It's just they, you can more personalize it now. You can personalize it better now. And you can say like, you want your wife to, wife's messages to come through to you even in your focus mode. Yeah. Cause I, the other thing I do is I, uh, when I'm driving, I encourage people to add me on Snapchat. Sure. And I have a snap code that they can take a picture of. Yep. And so I want Snapchat notifications. They actually pop up over top of everything else, and they don't go away until I tap on them. Yep. So that I don't miss it, because otherwise yep. it would like slide over, yep. slide away. And you, the and default option on the banner notifications when yeah. it comes through the top, it's automatically set to temporary. Yeah. So it's only going to flash up there for a second, second or, two. or two. So make sure that you go into your settings and you make that adjustment to where. It is always on if you want it. That if way. you want it that way, or you could turn it completely off and not have the no, the banner notification. But then you might as well just remove them from from that focus mode. Exactly. Right. But right. it's all totally personalized to where how you want it temporary or permanent or not on at all, and then you can personalize certain times of the day when you're getting notifications. That's a focus feature. Yeah. You know, it's really quite amazing. You know, to to have, and I've I haven't really set it up yet, but if Let's say if I am, you know, driving, then I just started to. So I'm going to go back to my example of Snapchat. I go, I, I'm really interested in this because last night, um, adding all these people to Snapchat, somebody called me through Snapchat yep. and wanted to know if I was driving and could come pick them up. Yep. Right? There's, they <laughs> had that feature in there. Now I could turn that off. Now you can turn that off. If I'm not in the focus mode, I'm not in my Uber driving mode. Then don't message me. Yep. Okay. It'll, yeah, it'll say. That's fantastic. Yeah, it'll just be. I think it's either going to be an app restriction. Yeah. That you would have to turn on, so notifications for Snapchat would have to be turned off. Okay. Uh, for the focus mode. Yeah. Well, that's fine. If I if it's after a certain time of night, then my phone should go into like bedtime mode. Or exactly. Sleep mode. Yeah, that's yeah, a focus yeah. mode that you could do, yeah. and you can only get calls from pe- that are family members, right? You know, which is hospital, how I would have the police, it. right? Yeah. Yep. You yeah. know those types of things. So and then or ignore all. <laughs> Uh, unknown numbers that are not right. in your phone, that type of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I had to go through. Actually, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. Uh, by default, even Apple support when they want to call you back was an unknown number <laughs> to yeah. my phone. Yeah, like they should add that because what happened was I called Apple support or I punched it in right, right. and then it says, "Oh, would you like a call back?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Right, and then it silenced all of their callbacks. Yep, because it silenced all unknown calls. Yep, so. If you ever call Apple support and you can't figure out why you can't, why, why it's like they're not calling you back, they are. Go check your history. Yep. yep. But you need to go into your settings and there's an option in there under phone mm-hmm. for silence all unknown calls. Yep. And you need to turn that off. Yep. Um, or go into your history and add those phone numbers for Apple support. Contacts. 
back in as no like put a label on them yep make them so that they're not unknown yep so one or the two yep. right and that's what i did was i yeah. i have i think the number is like 1-800 my apple i had that in my phone yeah. as a contact so if it comes through it's going to come through as that number but but it was so funny because after that new update it was then that i called in and or whatever that they called me for support mm-hmm. and i mean i could it went to it went it went straight to voicemail. I got like these really concerned Apple, you know, we're trying to reach you and we right. can't. Yeah, I was like, I know, I can't. I don't yep, not know. getting it. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so that's great. And and the other thing that with notifications, besides everything that you've talked about, is that it's actually going to tell people when you have do not disturb on. Yep. So just like it does when you have when you're driving and stuff. Like right. That. But to be able to say, yo, I'm busy right now. Try me later. Right? Yep. People, people would send there like, why is he ghosting me? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm trying to get some work done. Yep. I'll call you later. Yep. And, yeah. you know, still your focus. And it's a time waster to, you know. To be answering all of those. Absolutely. And... You're, you're, you're taking yourself, your mindset away from what you're working on yep. to go answer. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And 100%. if you really need to focus, you could always go to the go-to Pomodoro technique. 20 minutes on or 25 minutes on five minute break. That's you know? right. And that's, that's right. I know a lot of people that do that. It I is a great that myself. method. It but really that is. way, you know that you're going to check your messages yeah. in 20 minutes. Yeah. You could even set that as uh, a thing. Right. Like I'm in Pomodoro mode. So check back with me again, or right. I'll get back to you in the next 20 minutes. Cause you or can create custom focus modes, right? Absolutely. So I can create a mode for that. Yep. That's fantastic. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So what's next after notifications uh, and messages? Photos. photos. They added some things to photos. A F- couple things. First thing that they kind of mentioned was that you can now create a shared album yep. that would pretty much connect you to pretty much anybody in the Apple ecosystem or into the iCloud. Fantastic. You know, so you could have, if I share a picture with you, uh, Seth, then it's going to go into like a shared album and it shows up in our photos app. Yeah. So it'll have all of our shared albums, uh, photos there that shared with people. And then it'll have, uh, I think it even has like a description of who, uh, you know, that just, that is with as well. Uh, next thing is, uh, probably my favorite feature and I've used it a ton. Okay. And it is fantastic. I I can't I can't talk this this thing up enough. Okay. But live text. Yeah. So basically, what that means is that you can copy any text in a photo, whether it's on a billboard sign or if it's on uh, a sign that's a long ways away. A whiteboard. A whiteboard. Take a picture of a whiteboard, man. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yep. And then just copy all the text on it, and then move it. And, and paste, paste it, it into an email or whatever, right? Yep, to yeah. your notes app or to your email or... Um, I'm telling you, anything. when I'm in a meeting for work, to be able to just take a picture of what's written on the whiteboard mm-hmm. and send it to myself so yeah. I can, you know, complete the notes, fantastic. Oh, yes. Using my work device, of course. Yep, of course. <laughs> and I use the feature a lot. Do you? Um, I use it a ton. And again, I, like I said, I can't talk it up enough. It's it's amazing, uh, and, and it's really going to become in handy once uh, if you're traveling abroad. And, I was going to say for our international uh, uh, listeners, yep, it actually recognizes foreign languages, including simplified Chinese. Yes. So 
I, I really think that's going to be interesting. Now, how could you use this if you were reading, like took a picture of something, like a, a sign mm-hmm. of a restaurant, and you wanted to know what the name of the restaurant was in English? Yeah. You just you take a picture of it, yeah. and then you copy the text out of it, and then you just paste the text to Apple's translator app. Yep. And there it's that go. simple. You obviously Boom. just select the language it is, and it's there. It's It takes two seconds. It's very intuitive, and it's very easy to use. Now, you so, know what I wish they had? So I, I was in Puerto Rico, and I needed to figure out how to get to Ashford Avenue. And I typed in Ashford Avenue in the Navigate, and it goes, there is no Ashford Avenue. And then I went, oh, wait a minute. It's Avenida Ashford. And as soon as I typed it in in Spanish, boom, it took me right where to go. Yeah. So good to know. I would have never known that. Yeah. Navigation, they need to put, like, build the translation into navigation. Like, that is the number one place where you would really need translation. Yep. Just, just me talking here. Yep. And I, I don't get to travel that much. Um, you know, maybe after I, uh, we are officially an empty nest. My wife oh, and I have to start yep, planning to right. uh, travel a lot more. You so, will. and I, I can't wait for it because you know this is gonna. That's I think my forties are gonna be the best years of my life. And you know, I'm thirty eight, so I got a couple of years yet, which means that I think my old, my youngest daughter's, she's probably gonna be in the house for a year after she graduates high school, which is fine. You know, no no, no problems with that. But either way, that when after that year is up, that's when I turn forty. Sure. You know, my wife turns 40 here in uh, a month and a half, two week, two months. Uh, She's thrilled you're talking about this on the podcast. Oh, but. she doesn't even listen, so <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but another feature that I know my wife would love and yep. will love is enhanced memories. She's all about memories and... I had one pop up just those. the other day. It went ring. It was like a weird sound I'd not heard before. Well, I probably have. It's been so Didn't long. Didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is that? And it says, you have a new memory. Yep. Yeah, those are awesome. Yep, they really are, especially with uh, the grandbabies where she was actually just looking at a memory today of our four-year-old. She, uh, now she's four. Um grandbaby and she's looking at a memory from two years ago she got a notification yeah when yeah. she had just started right. talking so it's nice to go back and you know what the grandbabies so, it's amazing but the memories have always been there so what's yep. new what's improved the the improved memory part of it is that you can assign apple music to that memory so and what is a memory and why do we take photos because it's a and the music of the age or that time, yeah. you can assign a song from, let's say, two years ago to that memory so that, guess what happens? Your, your brain is going to associate. Evokes yes. an emotion yes. because a place and a time that's and right. the music to go behind that's it. Right. So that's what music does. Yep. And Hey, speaking of music, there's, we're, we're in a studio right now. We are right? in a studio where you can record all of the music that you want for the very low price at a minimum of $25 Sometimes it's cheaper, but either way, you get high-quality sounds like you guys are hearing from us, and you get treated like family. And we are here in RMV Studios. So if you guys have some recording that you guys need to get done, you record, you want to start uh, an audiobook project, or maybe you are an aspiring music artist, as there's a lot of you out there I know for a fact that have a ton of music talent, but you have no outlet for it, and you have, you have nowhere to start. R&B studios can get you started. And, and what's really awesome is you don't have to be here in Lincoln, Nebraska. 
because there are direct flights from Chicago and Denver and places like that straight into Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. So if you're an artist and you're starting out and trying to get get going, you you really can very inexpensively. It's going to be cheaper than a lot of the bigger studios in the bigger cities. Oh, absolutely. And so, we have all of the same equipment yep. that is standard, uh, industry standard. So you're not going to sacrifice anything. So shout out to Danelle at RMV yeah. Studios. And if you guys have any questions, uh, check out rmvstudios.com. Uh, they have all the information out there about projects he's done and all the equipment that he uses as well. So go ahead, check that out. And so you can hook music into the memories. That's yep. the big. That's the big photos. Yep. Other other than the first thing you talked about, which is really freaking cool. Yep. Which is just take a, take a picture and copy the text out. Yep. I just I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, and and I can't wait for that. So next up is wallet. Oh, the enhancements to the wallet! I cannot wait for. I've been wanting to get rid of my stupid uh, cards, having to carry them yeah. with me all over the place, and uh, just want to use my phone. I want to go, you know, all digital everything. So couple things coming we have uh you can add your corporate badge to the wallet now so where you can just scan it on the your phone on just, use your phone to scan the scanner at work to get into yeah. the door let's see that work i hope that works soon yep let's it's uh i haven't been notified that it's not in the wallet app yet as yeah. far as like the beta is concerned i i'm gonna have to test that okay um probably after I leave here, because I do need to stop out at work and grab uh, sure. this iPhone uh, four or iPhone three that they that the company decided to that they were going to give me because yeah. they don't have a use oh, for it okay. anymore, so they're going to give it to me, oh, nice. and I'm going to uh, use it for a music player or something. Either a music player, yeah. or I'm going to use it and hook be, it up to my Raspberry Pi and use it as a screen. It'd be perfect for either of those features yep. for, uh, uses can't do much else with it so uh <laughs> <laughs> but make fun of it or maybe i'll take it apart and i will frame it you know frame every little piece of art and then and, uh hang it up i've got my the, office uh, space I've, I've got those little tools as i'm sure you do the other thing that was kind of fun that i played with um was there is uh this this acrylic uh, clear you mix the two parts together mm -hmm. and it hardens into yeah. a perfect acrylic block yep yeah those are awesome yeah they uh you, you gotta work quickly on that because <laughs> they dry fast and you can't move it again i think but anywho also you can now get your hotel keys digital uh keys so now where you can actually use your wallet out to unlock your hotel door because we all know how easy it is to get your cards to your door sure. be magnetized yeah. and they not work you know just because it's too close to your cell phone a lot of right. times that causes a problem uh -huh. so That's this absolutely. Yeah. so this eliminates all that uh also with uh you can unlock your car with it and start your car with it now with if you have keys. one of the if new you cars have, if yeah. you have like a new it's tesla coming. or but, but you know what that's it's gonna be awesome because in five years no, I mean, like any car you get into, you'll be just yep. be able to use your phone for. So that's fantastic. Yep. I mean, most cars now that are newer are, are push to start anyway. So you you just need the key fob to unlock it and right. call it a day, you know, which. I don't even have to take mine out of my pocket. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, yeah. So it's it, that, but to take it one step further, you wouldn't even need a key fob. You would just have yep. your phone. That's yep. fantastic. But the, it is nice having that key fob though. Cause like with my wife's uh, Jeep, 
she does have the push to start, but the right. the screen on in the vehicle will notify her if the key fob is left of the area. Yep, yep. And come to find out through one of her coworkers that uh, her car was stolen, uh-huh. but she had her key fob on her, and the car shut down uh, like a mile or two down the road. Oh, did it? And uh, you know, police they found it, but because the key fob wasn't there with it, then it's nice. It's a nice little security thing. That's so nice. there is a function for it. Yep. I'm just interested to see how uh, Apple uh, going all digital on the car keys is going to keep that. So not just anybody can download the app and then find a digital version of the key online on the manufacturer's right. website or something. So the other thing that they had talked about, so you've talked about unlocking a, uh, with your, your phone for a corporate badge, unlocking a hotel room, unlocking a car. They also showed unlocking a home. Now, yep. I have all of my doors, of course. Actually. Uh, they went, what, the way I have it set up with home automation is it recognizes me and unlocks the front door, mm-hmm. but that's not as secure, right? Like, uh, what would be better is if I actually pulled my phone out of my pocket. And I did have a, a lock like that where you had to actually, but it was really complicated where you had to tap the phone, you had to wait for it to move the deadbolt. I mean, it was a process, right? Which was why I went to the when I walk up to the up to the front door, unlock the front door for me. Yep. But this would be requiring to like to actually physically put the phone on the lock uh, or near it, similar to the hotel key, yep. and I'm assuming similar to uh, eventually the car key and things like that. Yep. would be that it's it's specific to the lock, it's specific to the device. Near-field technology. And it's specific to your phone, yes. Near-field yep. technology, NFC. Yep, That's what I like about it. Also, as you guys are probably starting to see this online now where it's kind of, I guess, going. the news of it is going mainstream where you can add your, uh, your license, your driver's license. That's going to be uh, huge. To wallet, and I can't wait for that. You know, I have I have a picture of my driver's license front and back in my phone, and there have been times where I've actually used it yep. because I forgot my license at home to get into the bar. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh. So, you know what's interesting? I had uh, a passenger. I live in a college town. I drive a lot of college kids. Mm-hmm. One of the people in my car was talking with a friend and says, "You know what? I'm turning 22 in Illinois next week." Mm. means he has a fake ID with a birthday. Right. So doesn't that mean that if it's all digitized and on the phone, that it could potentially prevent the forging of documents? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to love it. Some bars may require it. Yep. And and they should, you know, just because they're... College kids are going to have to figure out a way to hack their iPhone. Yep. And (laughs) it's not going to be easy. You know, there's going to be people out there that do it, and they're going to get paid a very, very handsome bounty by Apple to figure that type of stuff out. Sure, sure. So they're going to do their due diligence on that, guys. So but that's that's pretty awesome. But that's where we're can, headed. Yeah, it and, is. And we should, as we should, you know. Well, I, and I read that for the there's four of them, right? It's it's specifically what Arizona, Connecticut, Georgia, and Iowa. Yeah, right? at first, at first, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah coming soon or whatever shortly after whenever but the thing about that was that if you were using 
a digital ID that you'd actually, not right away, be able to go to an airport and just present your phone because yep. I don't know if anybody's seen the progressive advertisements, don't become your parents. Yes. But they all are holding up paper tickets yep. for their, for their uh, trip. And uh, yeah, you don't need a paper ticket when you go to the airport. Yeah, which means that the lines are going to move faster and you get Fantastic. to escape all that check-in going stuff. Going through and... security, they want to see your ID. Yep. You pull out your boarding pass and pull out your ID. Yep. Just pull your phone out and scan a code and you're in. Yep. I mean, that would be fantastic. Yep. And, right? they, and, ho and airports have already started doing this. Sure. To where uh, your, your passports and stuff and uh, boarding passes, you can scan it to check in for your flight at this little kiosk boxed kiosk yeah. you know it's real well, simple and you get to skip a lot one, of lines one of the things that the tsa has to do is make sure that what you're presenting isn't a forged document so back to my observation from earlier if that'll if they can guarantee that it's not going to be forged right that's one less step they have to do for hundreds of thousands of people potentially in a month yep yep huge time saver yep. huge yeah. and everybody hates standing in line at five o'clock in the morning trying to catch a flight out. So the long lines are ridiculous. Especially if you're leaving Vegas. Especially if you're leaving Vegas, going to a small airport like Grand Island. Yeah. You know, that's you know, that's one thing. But thankfully they're flying out of Omaha now too. Right. Region is that at that right. specific airport that we're speaking or airline that we're talking about. So we got both places, which is good. Next up is the weather app. The enhancements on that is Amazing, is it? Because uh, it, it seems like a, a low key kind of a thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not something that you would think is going to be a big deal yeah. until you actually see it and you use it. Is it just that much better? It's that much better. Like okay. the interface is much cleaner. It's so much more detailed. And well, details you talk to talk talk about that. There's what air quality. You get air quality yeah. that shows you what the air, current air quality is, and then it also shows you what the air quality was the previous day. So oh, really? it shows the previous day plus, okay. and it has it on a meter uh, kind of thing. And then plus, if it's raining outside, then your screen is going to show rain. Or if it's snowing, the it's going to show snow in the weather app on the interface. And, you know, it's uh, lots of more, you know, details on that. I will say that these enhancements came from the purchase of Dark Sky, which is a paid uh app that apple had purchased right what three or four years ago already and they're just now integrating it into the ios system but natively. if i go outside i know it's raining or snowing actually right but, Hot just, or it cold. Makes the, but it what 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 like like barometric pressure uv yep there's a bunch of, of there's that. a bunch of but but what you're talking about dark sky yep. had the one of the most polished looking applications i had seen for weather yep Usually, weather is either basic, yep, or or and clunky, like um, like uh, Wonderground.org. Yep. Um, the, even their maps, you have to probably be a nerd to run. Yeah, it's very. There's a lot of them out there that you know they're a third party that you pay for, but they all do like one thing very specific yeah. very well. Well, the the I think maybe the underrated thing that the Apple Weather app does. Little known fact, weather apps for phones 
are one of the biggest purveyors of spyware and data collection about you, like where mm -hmm. you are, because it, you, you, of yep. course I, I'm going to give them my precise location, location data yep. and all sorts of information that I shouldn't need to give out. And, and they sell that. At, why do you think all the weather apps are free? Because they're selling all of that information exactly. to people that shouldn't have it. Yep. So Apple is, it, it's one of those low key items, but to me, weather is huge. Yeah, because you said everybody has else. a weather phone. Everybody yes. has a weather app on their phone. Yes. And with the new enhancements, you got, you got your feels like pre, uh, temperature out there, uh, the length of visibility, humidity levels, precipitation, precipitation. levels. Yep. Sunset time, the UV index, and again, the air quality, air pressure is on there now. Yep. Uh, but the one thing that is not there that I was really, really, really disappointed. What's that? Is that it doesn't have the radar. And that was so kind it of has the, weather maps. They said it's going to have weather maps now. Yep. So there's actually a just a left at the very bottom of the app. You okay. scroll all the way down okay. and there's literally an icon that says open in maps. And okay. it opens up Apple Maps, which is the next thing that we'll get into yeah, with yeah. the enhancements, right? Right. But it just basically uh, gives you the details with the, the coordinates and stuff like that. There's no weather information inside the app. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you that in the video that they showed at WWDC, it showed animated weather radar maps. Yep. That's not on there. Okay. As of right now. As of right now. As but, of right now. But that is supposed to be coming with iOS 15 when they release it. And maybe they haven't shown it off to you yet right. in the betas. But suppose, and maybe it'll be another thing like uh, like SharePlay yep. coming later. Yep. Animated weather radar is going to become, that's the last thing that people were downloading an external app for with, yep. wet, with weather. If they don't have to do that anymore, yep. I think that, 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 Unfortunately, maybe kills, you know, weather.com and yep. a few of the other sites that were specific to weather. Yep. Like, okay, if you're on a non iPhone, it probably you would still use them. But yep. I mean, it's a huge, it's like a yeah. billion. And that was devices. the biggest reason. Yeah. That was the biggest reason why yeah. I downloaded and I was willing to pay dark, yeah. for Dark Sky was yeah. because of that radar and it's radar. accurate. And, you know, I saw that. Uh, by the way, Dark Sky is no longer available on Android devices. They did Apple did recently shut that down. I think it was at the beginning of this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And so I actually saw that Marquez Brownlee, yeah. the icon, the tech icon, yeah. he actually has still uses Dark Sky. Oh, okay. Even though I know for a fact that he does have the beta the developer beta on his devices, okay. right? Yep. But he's still using the Dark Sky app. And so as I thought about it and I got to think I was like that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. I thought that Apple would shut it down, which I'm sure they will eventually. But for now, I redownloaded it again, and I have it as my go-to app yeah. again. Yeah. You know, yeah, these these are nice, but again, with my specific needs and what I want is that that radar, right? And also, it has the they ha it has the radar itself. Also, has you can look at what's going to happen in the future uh, for up to. I think like an hour or two hours uh, is how far in the future it'll go. Uh, previously, before Apple had bought it, that you would re you were able to go out three days. 
like okay. three or four days in right. the future on what the right. weather's going to do. But I think to get it to be more accurate, I think they slimmed that window down to, to two just days? a couple of hours. Oh, really? It's just a couple of hours now. Okay. And yeah, it sucks because I liked having that ability to kind of see what it's going to do. But as we all know, if you watch the news every night, the weatherman is usually wrong. You know, or in Nebraska, you never know what you're going to get in a given week. We could have all four seasons. That's just how things work around here. So so right now, I'm just going to tell you that I rely on my sprinkler system weather. It shows weather more than I do my weather app within my phone. Because when I'm driving or I'm doing something, I might go, hey, Siri, what's the weather? And she goes, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. But... If I want to know, is it going to be raining today? Because that changes how people request rides, basically. Yep. Um, if I'm if I'm driving and I want to know, is it going to keep raining? I'll go over and I'll look at my sprinkler system because it it reads from let's say 700 weather radar locations around Nebraska or Jeez. whatever in the Midwest, and so it's extremely accurate. Right. For that day. So you're spot on. I think they could expand it to a whole day. Yep. But, you know, by tomorrow, yeah, it changes. Yep. And I think that's that's where, I think that's kind of where the, it needs to go. Uh, let's hope that they do because, you know, I kind of miss that ability. Yep. But, you know, uh, as we had mentioned before, there is weather uh, enhancements that will be get connected to the Maps app, which that's is also getting a valid or a very needed Re-interface or new interface. Better better than the last time they uh, introduced Apple Maps? Better than the last time <laughs> in, in all sorts of ways. All sorts of ways. Yep. And I can tell you that from the bit of experience, it is, it's very, the, it's really detailed okay. and to the buildings yeah. and landmarks and the directions are really precise. I heard the road and elevation and that there's even a night mode. Yes, and that's a beauty part of it. I haven't tested out the uh, the night mode part okay. of it yet, but I'm pretty sure it is in the app. I just haven't used it yet. But So the example they gave in the video when I watched it was, okay, so they had 3D mode on, mm-hmm. and they were looking at uh, a building, and yep. then it went to night mode, and it lit it up with, quote-unquote, moonlight, which is just saying I'm going to light it up with more shadows. Right. But anyway... It looked really cool. Yep, and it's 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 nice. I haven't. I don't think that all of the features have been added to it yet. Like I'm not seeing the 3D mode, uh, the sure. ability to turn on 3D mode, sure, just yet. So I think that might be coming in the next beta. I hope, okay. and we'll. I'll keep you guys posted on that and how it goes. And Absolutely. I'll definitely make sure that I test it out, even if I don't necessarily need to. I still have to. You know, drop my daughter off at cheer practice at 5.30 in the morning and it's still dark outside so I could test that 3D mode and the night mode and all that stuff when the sun is still down. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, when I'm going to pick her up, you know, after there school or whatever, then, you know, I could do it again and test it out. So even when I don't know it because I have the route that I go every day, yeah, anyways, yeah. you know. And but was, still, you can test it out. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely keep an eye out for that, guys. And as far as that's concerned, but it, the, it is more detailed now to the point where the houses that it shows are in the exact shape of the right. actual house uh, yep. uh, that they have. So they can, it's all integrated into the, uh, 
into the Maps app very, very nicely. Very cool. So one thing, I know it's not really iOS, but I wanted to talk about it. The AirPod update that's coming as part of iOS 15 that introduces some just amazing things. The first of which I, I mentioned at the beginning of our, of our podcast here was Conversation Boost is what they're, the, the, the marketing name Talk for. about it. But it's going to actually improve through the speakers. So you know when you turn your head different ways, you hear different things, right? Yep. And when you turn your head with your AirPods on, if you're listening to a movie or something, the you, what show what comes in your left or your right ear or when you look up or down, it changes what you hear. It's like you're like it's just different. It's it's really yeah, cool to, to watch is. like a, a Netflix movie or something with that on. But imagine if you kept your AirPods on and and somebody's talking out in a room off off away from you and you turned your head <laughs> and now you can hear them. Yep. Right? The, the, the ability to do that, it's, it's, I'm going to call them a poor man's hearing aid, um, is really uh, fantastic. And I can't wait to see that because I do have some mild hearing loss. Yep, and do I. that seems like a really fantastic feature. The other thing that I'm really interested in, again, pro mode only, is that the integration with the Find My network, we talked about the air tags mm -hmm. and if you have your airpod regular airpods out of the case and you like they fell down in the couch cushion right mm -hmm. and you can play a little button as long as the battery's not dead and it'll chirp but if you had them in the case you were you were done you were cooked yep if 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 the case fell down in the pocket you you couldn't find them now you can yep with the pro mode only they will chirp even inside the case. And they also, I'm, I don't know how they're doing this, uh, if it's because there is Bluetooth directional. It's not as, uh, not, a, not as accurate as if you had maybe the, the Pro Max with the U1 chip in them. But when you walk around the house, it actually shows you if you're getting closer to them or not yep. before you start making them chirp. Yep. So I think that's fantastic. And then the, the other thing was spatial audio. So I talked about watching it on an iPad was my, was really what I was thinking in my head, but now you could do that with an Apple TV. So you could be sitting there with your AirPods on it, it, your, your, your significant other is asleep in the, in the room next to you or right next to you. And you can be watching, and when you move your head, uh, it'll it'll actually follow you. Well, it, it the the sound stays in front of you, so you turn your head, and now it's all coming out of your into your uh, into one ear, and then you turn your head the other way, and it goes all into the other ear, and you turn your head both, and then it's to both ears. So, it's it's going to do that with the Apple TV. Now, I got a really complex test for them. Mm. Okay. I'm sitting in a room, and I'm looking at my TV, but my Apple TV is behind me. Mm, interesting. Is it going to be able to figure out to put the sound in front of me when I'm sitting on my couch? You would think that it had to be connected to the receiver in the... Well, it is. 
the receivers. TV. Yeah, the, it is. Oh, oh, well, you're saying, but the Apple. So yeah, so so you would think that the Apple TV would need to be in front of me right. in order for it to figure out to put what I'm looking at in front of me. But anyway, I'm I've got a complex test for it. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's going to pass. But you're gonna have to keep you have to let us know. But I'll let you know. That one's gonna be an interesting one. Yep. Another one. Next thing that's coming is, uh, and it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. It's kind of annoying. Is that announced messages and notifications with and that's Siri for all uh, all AirPods? AirPods. Yep. Yeah. All AirPod models and stuff. So I have that now. And so if I'm on a work call, then guess what? Siri's chirping in. Oh, with the notification. Over, now they don't hear it, but you do. Yeah, they won't hear it, right. but you do. And it's like I said, it's annoying. I had to turn it off. Okay. And it's just like because me, if I have a college bookstore calling in with issues, then they I hear a Siri notification, and let's yeah. say there's a language barrier there, I have to listen extra hard. So Siri announcing messages is not going to make that any easier. But, you know, it's nice to have for when I'm not at work and, you know, let's say I'm moving around the house and, uh, or I'm out and about and I'm walking in the mall and the wife texts me something and I don't have to pull my phone out of my pocket. Right. And I could keep my phone in my pocket and, and Siri will let me know what it is. So, so the features that you're talking about, if you actually go into your general settings into Siri and search under announce calls, there is an always headphones and car headphones only or never yep and it's interesting because my wife will be sitting on the couch mine only does it if i have my headphones in hers she has it set maybe the default is always i don't know but it'll be like it'll say the name of her brother and i'll be like (laughs) you gonna answer that (laughs) right (laughs) right and so it's it's just funny because if it's an unknown caller it says unknown caller I don't think it announces if it says scam likely. I don't think it announces those. Mm, I'm trying to think. I think it does. Or maybe it just says potential, unknown caller. It says potential spam. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it's how it comes. Has through. some announcement. Yeah. So anyway, the announcing is is something that's kind of been there for a while. What was what was new was messages and notifications being alerted. So. In addition to incoming calls, you now had messages and notifications would also now be announced. So that is a lot more announcing. Yep. I can see why you would have said that got a little annoying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And if you guys want to know exactly, I know everybody kind of like underplays Siri's abilities. Yeah. As far as like how smart she is with the facts that she knows, which is limited, I'll give you that. But if you want to unleash the power of or see the full like power of what Siri can do. Yeah. Go to YouTube and look up this guy named Nikius Molina. He is probably one of my top five favorite tech guys. Okay. And he literally goes back and forth with Siri. I don't yeah. know if it's a trigger word through uh that he has set up in the shortcuts app. Okay. But he has full on conversations to where Siri's talking trash to him. <laughs> That's awesome. I think it's based off a keyword that sure, he says sure. in his videos. But look him up, Nikius Molina. Like the dude is hilarious and he's freaking amazing content. You know, like I said, he's one of my top five favorites. So yep. Uh, you know, shout out to him in case he ever listens to this. Maybe one day uh, we'll get on his level and we can have him on the podcast. You know, you know, you never know. Sure. 
what the future holds. But yeah, go to it and see the full power of Siri. Awesome, man. Well, other than that, great. I don't have anything else, man. How about you? Yeah, I, I got a dad joke. I you. love it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay, so do you know who LeVar Burton is? Yes. He was. He played Geordi LaForge on Star Trek. He was the uh, reading rainbow guy. 80s babies reference there. Stand up. Uh, just amazing, amazing dude. Right. He's also in the running for the show Jeopardy. Yep, the new right. okay. permanent host, yes. So, LeVar Burton cannot be the new host of Jeopardy, right, of the show, because Captain Picard wouldn't allow it. Do you know why? Why? Because he would never let his crew be on Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you I'm going to show this episode to my mom. Yep. And she's going to laugh her butt off. There you go. I don't get it. I'm not a Trekkie. But, you know, I know there's other people out there. And uh, with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. We'll see you next time. See you next time.